Que pasó gente, it's your boy Pelon, and you are tuned into another episode of Chocast, also known as Chicano Podcast. This is being brought to you by Steve Garcia and Chicano. So, I'm not going to talk about, um, you know, all the writing or anything like that uh, today. I think it's just overwhelming. In the news, um, a lot of times I get like that, overwhelmed. With some of this news, you see so much of it, you just kind of want to focus on something else. Um, like, I pretty much got sick of uh, hearing about COVID-19. I mean, I know it's still a threat. I'm not uh, taking away anything from it by any means. Um, you know, you just, everywhere you look, the news is talking about, you know, the protest, the protest, the protest, the protest, the protest. And, um, you know, it just... It's all negative, you know, there's so much burning, there's, you know, cops and this and that, I mean, I don't gotta tell you how bad it really is, I don't even wanna think about it, however, um, the one thing that really does concern me, and it's the only reason that I'm even inspired to, um, you know, think about these uh, events, is um, I think that we all gotta be uh, critical thinkers, I always talk about that. Uh, whether you're in, uh, you know, my Facebook groups or whether you're, um, in any part of, uh, what I do, uh, cause I'm going to continue to, uh, do other things. And, um, you know, today's the third, it's uh, Wednesday, June the 3rd, 2020. Um, and there are people that are out there inciting these riots, you know, um, and they're not the protesters, they're not the, this is what this episode is about, they're not, they're like these, uh, imposters, I think that's what I'm gonna call this episode, imposters, you know, just, uh, bunch of fake people that don't look like the protesters, um, that don't live in the neighborhoods or the cities, uh, you know, from what I gather, what I've been reading, uh, people are getting arrested, people are, um, coming in from other places, and they're getting arrested, and they're, they're, none of them are from where they're getting arrested, they're coming in from different cities and different states. Now, I've even gone um, as far as to read some of these articles um, as saying that, you know, people are actually paying them to do this, too. Um, I don't know how much of that is relevant, but I think we need to be really asking those questions. You know, if it is indeed, you know, other people... You know, and, and these these people are privileged. I just got off looking at a video um, where an enraged woman comes out talking about the guys that she just caught uh, burning down. Um, I think it was like a, a, a charging station. Uh, but it was just a bunch of stuff that they were kicking and breaking and glass was everywhere. And, um, 
the speech she gave was really a masterpiece. Uh, you know, she just her rage uh, was almost like a poem. You know, to the people that she was talking to, she was talking about, "Hey, this is our home." Um, she had apparently served in the military. You know, she fought for the country. She was telling those people, you know, hey, you're obviously not from around here. And um, she pointed or alluded to the fact that, you know, she was a black woman and how hard um, it is to work in that neighborhood without some of the privileges and things that other neighborhoods have. And she was basically telling them that, to, you know, they should go to the corporations and burn down the corporations, not their little bodegas um, of immigrants. I'm sure it was somewhere in New York. And, you know, it, uh, it, it, it was very, it, I mean, it, it was very uh, emotional to watch, to say the least. And, you know, when the camera moved around, it was just like a bunch of, these guys looked like they were all a bunch of fraternity boys um, from a, priv- a privileged school. You know, um, just picture that for a second. You know, a bunch of privileged people with money, young guys who obviously don't see discrimination in their life and as the cameras were rolling you know they still were spray painting BLM written out and Black Lives Matter you know they were writing with a spray can and these are not people you would traditionally see in that movement you know they look like a bunch of um you know non-black people you know blonde hair blue eyes um i don't know man it it uh it it almost seems like there's some type of um attack you know and that's what i'm trying to stay away from is I want you to really think about, like, you know, what, why, because I, I, I want to know, I, I really want to know, you know, I'm not just doing this episode because I think that I know everything, I'm saying, you know what, um, if a bunch of young, uh, college, you know, white dudes go into, you know, black neighborhoods, um, you know, in, like, the Bronx or Queens or, you know, uh, wherever this was, and they start breaking shit or like, you know, these neighborhoods, uh, you know, that are full of immigrants, uh, that obviously, you know, these, uh, people are coming in from, uh, you know, different countries, you know, to work hard or be day laborers. And, um, you know, they're coming into their communities, you know, they're coming from different cities, they're coming from different states and they're wearing masks, you know, and I don't think that they're too concerned with COVID-19 to be honest with you. They're wearing masks and they're spray painting 
Black Lives Matter all over the place. And they just, to me, don't really look like the kinds of people that would normally be protesting in those numbers for a cause that has nothing to do with, like, their, you know, demographic profile, if you will, you know? It just, to me, it's, it's, um, it's troubling, you know? And I think that those are the kind of questions that we need to be asking because, um, I've seen, uh, other posts where, you know, they're coming in or I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of, uh, Chicanos actually talking about this, but in a different way, you know, they're saying, don't let these, uh, people come into our neighborhoods and mess up our values. You know, don't let them come in here with that shit. You know, and if they do, we need to stand up and protect our hoods. And um, it's like they've already seen it. They already know. And I don't really live, uh, you know, out there in the West Coast, you know. Um, I was driving from a city the other day. We have a big old twin city out here in Dallas-Fort Worth. And um, when I was on the freeways, I saw like just two nights ago... Um, the night of the second, which was, no, I think it was Monday night, yeah, I saw, uh, the cops shut down everything, I mean, they literally shut down everything, and, um, so, it's not, it's not really, um, happening the way that it's happening everywhere else, um, I think Dallas, uh, pretty much has their shit on lock, they're not gonna let it happen over here, um, you know, we have a pretty big percentage of uh, Chicanos and black people here. You know, I'd say that, you know, our city is probably already like 50% uh, non-white, if not 51%. Um, so, um, I don't know, you know, what what uh, what kind of percentage you need to have, uh, you know, to make this thing... Um, a little bit more of a contagious virus, uh, but, you know, I mean, uh, the point of the matter is, is I just feel like, you know, it's, 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 everything nowadays just seems like this, um, I think back to that speech that JFK, um, did, where, you know, subversion, you know, there are these masterminds that, you know, work underneath in secrecy, you know, and, um, I mean, he's the president of the United States, so, um, I'm not trying to feel any conspiracies, I'm saying, you know, hey, you know, look into you, yourself, you know, uh, you can find the videos where the cops are saying, you know, these people are not, all these people are all out of towners, you can see, you know, where they're on skateboards, you can see that they're, you know, obviously not from the neighborhood, you can see that they're obviously not, um, hell, some of them have accents, um, I've noticed that. Um, you know, they're obviously not Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, material, um, and, um, this does affect, I think the, the, the black populations and the Mexican indigenous Chicano populations are the minorities, uh, you know, the non-white people in a different way than, um, a lot of folks that, you know, have privileges, um, and when I say that, you know, when the news gets a hold of it, um, let's just say it's Fox News. Um, they're not making it look like these are peaceful protests. They're making um, these uh, protests look as bad as possible. 
you know, the looting, the fire burning, the shots, the cops, you know, having to protect themselves because of, you know, the violence. And I'm sure there's a little bit of that. There's always going to be some um, negativity, I think, with any um, mass scale uh, rebellion like this. Um, However, you know, there's a big percentage of it that I think is being perpetuated or instigated. Um, You know, when they leave big old um, tons of bricks, you know, when they leave big old mountains of bricks, you know, in the middle of the street, you know, for people to pick up and start throwing windows, who's leaving those bricks? I mean, Juan and Jose just didn't get in their pickup trucks and fucking decide to go, uh, you know, pay for some bricks and just put the shit out there. There is something going on. You know, this is some kind of fraud. You know, this is some kind of... Um, it's a fraud. It's it's a fraud. It's an attack on uh, people that just aren't ready for it. You know, they're always... You know, that's what they do. They undermine uh, Chicanos. They undermine uh, African Americans. They undermine minorities to um, the fact that, you know, we're not going to figure it out. And unless we had seen this on the news... And unless we had been out there to see it for ourselves, we wouldn't have ever known. So I'm glad that people have cell phones and cameras. Um, you know, back in the day, they didn't have all these uh, technologies. You know, they would have just swept us under the wor- under the rug. Like, you know, we were just doing a bunch of dumb, foul shit and just start locking us up. And, uh, you know, they would have kept on killing us. And this thing would have been, uh, you know, perpetuated into a worse situation than it is now. Um, so really that's, um, basically what this episode is about. Um, I don't want to go, I don't want to make it, you know, longer than it is. I don't want to, you know, talk about it more than I need to talk about. I just kind of wanted to, uh, you know, touch base on that. And I do also want to, uh, highlight, you know, one other thing that, um, you know, I have been talking about with other people is that, you know, we need to learn from these movements. We need to learn from these rebellions. Um, I think that I had a uh, follower, uh, you know, mention the other day that, um, you know, a lot of, I've had a few, a few followers, you know, talking about how, um, you know, we're not doing the same thing, uh, you know, and we've got, you know, lots of issues, you know, with our kids in cages or problems at the border and, um, you know, the immigration concerns with, you know, locking up human uh, lives, uh, you know, for just um, inhumane uh, violations of just human law. You know, they're, 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 they're human rights violations uh, to uh, lock up and break up all these families. Um, so the reason that I wanted to bring that up is because I had a lot of comments and I'm sure that you've seen a lot of people talking about, you know, why, um, don't, um, the questions are like, kind of like phrase like this, like is why isn't anybody writing, uh, for Chicanos or Mexican Americans or Mexicans or indigenous people that are being locked up? Why doesn't anybody care about the kids in cages or the, uh, immigration families, uh, the families of um, these uh, migrant workers that are be br- being broken up. These are the questions that are being asked. 
and um, you know, I I, I kind of got into a conversation with one person, and um, you know, I started kind of like evaluating, you know, where I was from, and uh, you know, where he was from, and I didn't quite um, understand like you know how his city was built, but I knew that it was probably different demographically than mine, and I started to think about you know our demographics, you know, our age groups um, of uh, citizens. And, um, you know, I, I didn't think that I was actually uh, going to come up with this idea. But, you know, when I sat back and I thought about it, you know, I started to think about, you know, like the the, the protesters um, that are out there, you know, in because in, in, in our, our particular city, like in Dallas, Texas, Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, you know, we have a huge metroplex in uh, Dallas alone. I want to say, you know, there's probably somewhere between, you know, three and five million and when I say five million I'm talking about the whole um MSA or something like uh, the Metroplex I think they might call it like a metro service area or Metroplex something area uh but it's basically the Metroplex you know including the main city and then all the uh surrounding suburbs of the city so since we've got so many people uh you know coming here uh you know as migrants or new workers or what have you, um, we got a lot of surrounding cities that are building, you know, out north, out west, out east, out south, you know, because Texas has, you know, obviously, you know, a, a pretty big state and a lot of land, it's uh, probably becoming more and more landlocked now more than ever, however, um, you know, there's a lot of cities that surround uh, Dallas, and when you really look at the age group, you see um, totally different demographics, um, as opposed to a lot of other cities, like, that I would think, you know, like, in maybe the West Coast, or New York, specifically, where, you know, you may have, like, a more, um, leveled population, and when I say leveled, you know, you probably got a pretty good amount of young people, uh, middle-aged people, uh, you know, and then old people, you know, it's probably pretty consistent, but when you're talking about Mexicanos, in a place like where we live, I'd say, you know, and this is part of the conversation is I'd say it's probably 50% at least, maybe even two thirds of our population are either going to be young, underage, under 18. So they're not really old enough uh, to protest or even understand what protesting is, or they're within an age group that they probably have children and they're working and working and working and working and working and they're uneducated you know they're over here um you know building the roads building the construction building the city up you know doing all the hard uh you know building 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 up the city building up the country type of jobs um either that or you know just working serving um whatever communities or you know they're making your food or you know doing the laborious jobs that nobody wants to do um that's what chicanos are known for that's what our that's what mexicanos are known for our people um so that being said when i say like you know the the first generation mexicanos i'm not talking about like the second generation what a lot of people would think uh you know are more chicano um, I think that we're all the same, honestly. Uh, but people kind of have like different definitions and this and this and that. And I think that we should embrace all of them. 
but you know we kind of understand also what people mean um you know so second third fourth generation you know chicanos that kind of have a little bit of understanding um a little bit better grip on education a little bit uh you know older age uh to where you know they understand um you know they're not so young to where they understand uh you know what's going on intellectually and politically um, to be involved inside of a um, protest, a real protest, you know, not where we're just, you know, doing stupid shit, burning shit down, but actually have like a, a protesters mentality and understand, uh, you know, the civics and the politics and, you know, the governance behind it. Um, so, you know, when I was thinking to myself, like, you know, 50 to two, 50, half to two thirds of our population probably fall within that age range and education range, then, you know, it's easy to see that, you know, we really don't have as many people, even though, you know, on paper, you know, we probably just, you know, started uh, becoming a bigger uh, majority than a minority, um, you know, maybe by numbers, but our, our numbers are so, uh, like I said, fluctuating in demographics with the education and the age group that out of, let's just say that, five million uh that exists uh you know in dallas uh fort worth metro area uh you know our city is probably more comprised like you know um one million you know so if we just look at you know the city and the rest of the cities you know we probably only have a little over a million people you know that are um mexicano or chicano and then we probably only have a little over, you know, a million people that are also uh, minorities, but, you know, they're black Americans. Um, so let's just say it's like, you know, 1 million, 1.25 million, something like that. Well, I mean, if 50% or two thirds of that is primarily, um, you know, underage or, uh, you know, uneducated, and they don't even really know what a protest means or what it really is, and, you know, they're spending every last minute of their time, you know, working, 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 or else they're going to get kicked out, you know, they need to continue working, um, then it's easy to see that, you know, we don't really have as many people as, let's just say, um, our brethren, uh, you know, the black Americans, uh, the African Americans that are out there, um, you know, in big numbers, you know, doing the protests. Um, so I kind of wanted to break that down. That might have been a little complicated, but I did kind of want to think about it for a little while because this is a learning effort, man. Um, I think that, you know, we should look back, um, you know, at all of the protesting, all the uh, revolutions, all the rebellions, all the protests, you know, of Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. And we should learn from them. And we should look at the power that these protests really have. And we should look at, like, what could be possible. Like, you know, if somebody's really doing all this foul shit with the bricks or trying to sabotage the way that it looks on the media, we need to be prepared for that when we come correct and do our protests. Because the time is coming. Our, our people are coming of age and our people are coming um, of education. Uh, you know, in a couple of more generations, in a couple of more years, uh, those those demographics are going to dynamically change. They're not going to remain static. 
Um, so I just kind of wanted to touch on that for a little bit and also um, say that I think that we should use this movement. We should definitely use this movement as a synergizing effort to uh, gain awareness, you know, for the children. If you're out there protesting, uh, you know, for um, George Floyd um, and the families and everything awful that happened at the hands of the cops, then we also need to bring attention to our movements as well. You know, they are doing it to Chicanos. They are doing it to Mexican-Americans. You can find the names of the people that they're killing. And you could put their names on the boards as well. And there's countless names. There's so many names of so many people that are dying at the hands of cops, that are dying at the hands of Border, border Patrol. There's so many stories. All you have to do is do your homework, do your research, investigate it, put it on your board, start talking about it, put it on social media, let other people know. Um, but I did want to say that before I got off, and um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap this episode up. But until the next episode, I'll talk to you later. Peace out. I have to watch you.